Hey everyone, welcome back to Second Take Podcast. This week we have um, some good topics to dive into. We're going to be discussing the NFC East as well as the NFC North win totals to continue our betting advice. Again, if you're addicted to gambling, please seek help. Um, and DraftKings sp- sponsor us, please. We're going to be DraftKings. Hit us up. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Colorado football and how they took over. Uh, and the, how they basically took over college football as we know it, at least for one weekend. So we're going right, to dive right into it with the NFC East win totals. Overall competitive division, I would say the most competitive division in the NFC. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, last year, this division was definitely the best division which was weird because they were coming off a couple of down seasons where they were all kind of bad. And last year, you got the Giants, Cowboys, Eagles were all pretty good teams. Eagles made the Super Bowl. Um, And then a lot to be proven this next upcoming season to see if these teams can keep that consistency and even take another step. I agree with you. I definitely feel like having three playoff teams in this division wasn't a fluke last year. Um, especially because the AFC is a lot more competitive than the NFC, especially at the bottom. So I could see this division getting three teams in again, just because of how it might shake out. But anyway, we're going to start with the commanders. Their line is at six and a half. Are you going over or under? I am going over on the commanders. I like this team's defense. They have a pretty good defensive line. I feel like they have some good running backs. I like um, their top two receivers. They got Dotson um, and Scary Terry McLaurin. Um, I think Sam Howell will be their new starting QB this year. I like him better than the other guys who they were throwing out there last year. Uh, I think he'll surprise some people. I don't think they're a playoff team, but I think they're going to hover around 500. I definitely see them getting eight wins. Um, seven, eight wins, even in this tough division. Um, so I go over on the commanders. Yeah, you know, looking at their schedule, uh, it's going to be pretty tough. They're not one of those teams that are really going to be favored much in any of the games that they play. They start off with Arizona. And outside of that, that might be the only team that there's a discrepancy in talent between them and their roster. Uh, they play Denver, Buffalo, and Philly the, the following weeks. I, I really don't know where to bet this team. I am going to go under. I think they're going to be right at the six, six win mark just because I'm not sure why they're not playing Heineke at quarterback after what he did last year. They're just they're revolving door of of quarterback mess. And I don't know, I don't really like that. Uh, outside of their defense and scary Terry. I don't know what they got going on for them. So just based off of the difficulty in their schedule, I'm gonna go under. Because the mm. they, they don't have a that's not easy. Their, their easiest games, just looking at it, are Arizona, New England, and Chicago. 
I think uh, this is going to be one of those teams where every game they play is going to be close and probably a lower scoring game. They're going to be one of those gutty teams that can be hard to watch at times, I'm sure. Um, my biggest reason for going with the over for them is I just think Sam Howell, the second-year QB from North Carolina, I think he has more upside than any of the other guys who they've played. And I think he can be a solid starter in the NFL. And I really think um, if he can be that stable QB that they've been looking for in their QB carousel for all these years, um, he can at least help help them win some of these close games by letting their defense win, um, by not turning the ball over, not making big mistakes. And that's why I think they can go a couple games, game or two, over six and a half. Okay. Yeah. I think this is uh, an interesting line. But... Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go under. You go over. Yeah. Would you bet this if you had money to put? No, not in the Commanders. Okay. Definitely not. Yeah, nope. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. This is one of those where it's do not bet the Commanders. Even, I would stay away. Yeah. Yeah, I would stay away. Um, go moving on to the Giants. However, their their line's a little low for being a playoff team. Seven and a half. So this they're projected to lose more than they are going to win. I have the New York Giants at seven and a half. I'm going under on seven and wow. a half. Wow. So you, I you like think, the Commanders more than the Giants? I think they're going to have similar records, to be truthful. I'm not a fan of Daniel Jones. I know he had his best year last year, but I just I think the team really overachieved. I They don't have that many offensive weapons. I know they got Darren Waller this year, but he hasn't been healthy in a long time. Saquon Barkley's coming back just for the one year, right? They relied a lot on him last year. They're going to rely a lot on him again this year. And you know how that goes sometimes with running backs. Yeah, um, it's true. And, like, like their defense is, in my opinion, similar to the commanders, right? Like, it's pretty good. Um, that They won a lot of close games last year by running the football. But I, I kind of feel like last year was a little bit of a fluky season for them. I think they caught a lot of teams off guard, and I think a lot more people will be ready for what they do this year. You know, I don't hate that take. Uh, I kind of have them penciled in at eight wins. Mm. So technically that would be over. This is another one of those where the line, I feel like, is a little is a little low. Um, I'm going to go over just because I like them more than the commanders. And I really think they could sweep that series, but technically so could the commanders. So they're, they're pretty even balanced wise. They play the same schedule almost. Uh, I'm going to go over with the caveat that Saquon Barkley stays healthy. Yeah. That's really important. So that's the big caveat. If he doesn't, then. I mean, obviously smash the under because he's their offense. But I think Saquon and a solid defense and a competent quarterback can get you eight wins. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm going over. Yeah, and I can't I can't disagree with that, with your reasoning. Um, they definitely have the potential to be a similar team to last year. But like I said, I just I'm not a Daniel Jones believer. He got a lot of money. And when I compared him to, to the commanders, I think Sam Howell has a higher ceiling than Daniel Jones. I think Jones has kind of hit what he can be already. So 
and he's their franchise QB now. They paid him. He's in a long-term contract, so we'll see what happens with uh, the Giants this year. Yeah, Daniel Jones is not. He's not on the better half of the NFL when it comes to quarterback play. Saquon, on the other hand, is one of those. I know running backs maybe not the most important position in football, but he could be a player that carries a team, kind of like Adrian Peterson, kind of like Derek Henry, um, as long as he stays healthy. So I know that's a big if. Yeah. But he's dynamic enough to carry a team to a, a 500 record in the NFL, as long as Daniel Jones doesn't turn the ball over too much. So the contract Daniel Jones got was ridiculous for – what he can actually bring to the team. Uh, but I think I'm going to bank on Saquon getting you eight wins as long as he stays healthy. So that's my take. Um, would you bet this line? This is another one I would try to stay away from, honestly. Uh, another risky team, in my opinion. I mean, if you think they're going to be really good, it could be a great opportunity for you to cash out. Same if you think they're going to be really bad. But it's just one of those teams that has a wide variety of where they could end up. Yeah, I agree. I, the whole, the, almost the entire NFC East, I'm skeptic on uh, betting. But moving on to the Cowboys, their line's at 10.5 over under. You know, I feel like I'm picking with what I'm picking because this is my least favorite team in the NFL. I'm not going to lie. I hear America's team every week, and I just shake my head. I hate hearing it. I don't like the Cowboys. They're supposed to win the Super Bowl every year. Um, they're at the 10.5 line. I'm going under. I I think not by much, though. I think 9 to 10 wins is about where they'll end up, right? They're still a solid team, um, kind of all around, solid offense, solid defense, right? They added Brandon Cook's to pair with C.D. Lamb and the wide receivers, right? Uh, Tony Pollard is going to be the lead back this year. I think the Cowboys are easily better than the Giants and the Commanders. Um, but I they, uh, they also don't necessarily stand out as being like a big-time contender to me because they just feel like one wow. of those really solid teams. Like, they're solid, but I don't think they're great. So that's why I'm going to go under. I'm thinking they get like nine wins, but if they got ten... I wouldn't be super surprised either. Well, plenty of people have them in their in the top three in the NFC. Um, if they weren't in the Eagles division, I think they would be division runners. Mm-hmm. I think it's an over. I think it's an easy over because last year they got 12 wins. Dak didn't play for what three or four of those. Yeah, I think well, they, they went four and zero with. Uh, What's his? I can't remember what was his name. Yeah, they had that backup QB, and they won almost all of those games. Plus, um, but Dak threw a bunch of picks last season. True, I think Dak had a down year. Zeke was still on the team, and they only had one wide receiver in CD Lamb. So, not only do you get rid of Ezekiel Elliott which I think is addition by subtraction. Tony Pollard is a better back. Everybody can agree with that. And Brandon Cooks is not a scrub as a as a wideout. He's a clear number two on that team. 
And as long as Dak and Dak, I don't think can have a worse year. I think that was like, he played terrible. I know. Cause I had him on my fantasy team. He sucked. Yeah. If he does, they have to move on from him. Honestly. Yes, yes they do. So as long as Dak doesn't wet the bed again, I don't see why they can't get 11 wins. I think they could easily beat the commanders twice and they are going to beat New York at least once. And I think they can split the series with Philly. And they're in that upper echelon of uh, teams that they can compete with San Francisco in games. They could compete with teams like Buffalo for a, for a weekend. You know what I mean? I think they're one of those teams that are really scary, especially because of their defense. Mm-hmm. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL, in my opinion. And that will keep uh, pressure off of Dak and pressure off of the offense. But they also have enough playmakers on offense to where they can go for 40 any given Sunday. So they're one of those scary teams that I don't think anybody really wants to play. And that's why I'm going to go over. I think I have them penciled in at 11 wins for the reasons I explained. So I would, and I would actually bet this. Mm. I'm not a betting man. Yeah. If I did, I'd put money on the the over for the Cowboys. I also feel like this division is one of the better defensive divisions in the NFL. That's also why I feel like I want to put them at a lower line just because it's going to be harder to score in this division. A lot of, more mucking up being done by, like I said, the Giants and the Cowboys, and then the Eagles are still there. Uh, But I do think I could definitely see, especially with this being the weaker side of the NFL, in my opinion, that the Cowboys do get into the playoffs at one of the wild card positions. So, Yeah, I I almost have them as a lock for the playoffs as the fifth team in. Um, Just because I don't see any other wild card team being nearly as good outside of maybe Seattle, but we'll get to that. So um, would you bet this line? Ah, I wouldn't bet this one either. Honestly, this division, I would stay away from for the most part, except for the Eagles would be the one I'd want to go in on. Okay. What, what their lines at 11 and a half for the Philadelphia Eagles. Are you over or under? I am over on the Eagles. I really like what they did this offseason because they lost a couple of key guys, but then they were able to replace them with guys who were about just as good and even younger. So they just brought in a bunch of young dudes who were just as good as these other guys, and they're going to be able to keep this core together for at least another two to three years, potentially. I really like what the Eagles did, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went right back to the Super Bowl and even potentially won it this year. Um, this is one, I definitely think they're over. Um, they're one of the best teams in the NFL. I agree with that. I, it's similar to the chiefs. I'm like, I can't see them losing six games. I let's look at their schedule and less injuries, but injuries can screw up anything. So yeah, we're not really taking into consideration that I don't see six losses on their schedule. You know, I just don't see it. Their tough matchups are Seattle, the two Dallas ones, Kansas City, and San Francisco. So there's five. Five that's not even. I think are like a toss up on who I think could win. And how did they get that schedule? Because so, last year there was 
apparently had a really easy schedule. And then this year, it doesn't sound as brutal either. And they even well, they got play, to the Super Bowl. They play the, the NFC South. Ah, this year, that's, that's their that's matchup. Why. Wow, they got, yeah. I think, no, wait. Also, so not to mention, play... they have the most unstoppable play in the NFL. Just, just to put it out there, the if you need, stink. yeah, if you need one yard, I don't know sure, how you're stopping man. that play. Yeah, well, it, that's the thing. I don't think Jalen hurts. A lot of him, a lot of people have him as the MVP favorite. I don't see them winning 14 games again. I think they're going to get it to 12. Um, people can scheme a little bit better for Hertz. Uh, they do have a pretty easy schedule playing the NFC West. That was the division that they play. Mm-hmm. So they have two games tough there, but they have two gimmies outside of that. Yeah. So I don't know why their line's so low. I don't think I don't see them repeating the success that they had last year, but definitely over on eleven and a half. And then you you would bet this line. I would bet this line as well. So yep. Second take betting advice of the day number one: bet Eagles over. Take the Eagles over. You won't disappoint. They're one of the most talented teams in the NFL. And then, pretty. I'm going Eagles with this division. Who do you have one in the division? Yep, I got the Eagles in this division. I yep, and I see the Cowboys as a wild card team. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think the Cowboys can be really close win wise. Um, I just think the Eagles will will edge them out. They have a little bit more talent all around. So, yeah, that's the NFC East. Uh, Let us know your thoughts in the comments on the NFC East. Have we did we do it right? What would you bet if you had the money? And moving on to the NFC North, uh, a very interesting division in my mind. I think. There's a couple sleepers, and then there's there's not really a favorite. I don't think there's really a favorite in this division, um, and we will get into it with starting off with the Packers line at seven and a half. I for this one, I think this is a really good number actually. Um, I am also a little bit higher on Jordan Love. I think the most people. I'm not saying he's going to come out and be an absolute stud or anything, but I also think. As I mentioned, like with Sam Howell, I think he has the makings to be a solid NFL QB, and this will be his first real chance to prove that. So for the Packers, I'm going over. I'm thinking like eight wins, though, for the over. Um, I think this team still has a lot of solid pieces, still drafting defensive players post Aaron Rodgers era. Got some young wide receivers on the offensive end, still have Aaron Jones. Um, I think this team can definitely be competitive and win some games. Don't quite see them as a playoff team but a competent team uh so i would go with the over on this one yeah i'm going with the over as well mostly because their schedule man it's not very tough they are lined up with the nfc south so they got a game against uh pretty much every team in the worst division of football possibly i mean i vote nfc south but the NFC South's right behind them. Uh, Jordan Love looked pretty well in the preseason. I know you shouldn't really overreact to preseason, 
but he looked like he could be a solid game manager at worst. Uh, I'm with you. I think eight wins is about what the Packers will hit, which would put them over. Uh, would you bet this line? Um, I think if you want to make money, this would be a good line to bet, actually. Uh, at least if I were looking at it, uh, I feel like this is one of the more undervalued lines, that one that people might look over and just assume the Packers are going to suck and take an under. But uh, I think if you're looking to make some money, this this would be a good one uh, to bet on the over. This is one I would take a gamble on. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think they're not too far behind from Detroit or Minnesota even in their own division. So, and then they're matched up with the NFC South, which That's if they rough. split their division, if they split their division and then they win only two uh, games in the NFC South, there's six wins right there. So I really see them squeaking out about eight wins as well. Um, now we're going to move on to their arc rival. I mean, I guess technically this whole division's a rival. But the Detroit Lions, the feel-good story heading into this year, the team that everybody wants to be good, the Detroit Lions. Their line's at 9.5. And, and with the Detroit Lions at 9.5, I'm going with the over. I wow. really I liked this team last year. I'm a big fan of their head coach, Stan Campbell. I think Jared Goff is an underrated QB. I mean, he's gone to a Super Bowl before. I think this team last year was just lacking the defense. Their offense was super explosive, super good. I mean, they don't have Jamal Williams anymore, but they brought in Jamar Gibbs in the first round. And I think this team, if their defense is at least average, I could definitely see them getting 10 to 11 wins. It's tough. They're the Lions, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Historically never bad. Been good in my entire life, they've never been good. Uh, I think they are one of the funnest teams to watch because the score is always going to be thirty-eight to thirty-five. And if you have any player on this team, fantasy-wise, you're going to be cooking. But I don't know if they're going to hit ten wins. I think they're going to be right at that nine to 10 win mark this is a great line if i had to choose i'm gonna go with my gut and say under i think they're gonna be right at nine wins they have i know that they actually they can compete with a lot of teams but they're matched up with the nfc south the whole division is but their games that aren't within the division or within the nfc south are against opponents like Seattle, Kansas City, Dallas, and uh, the Chargers. So I think they have a little bit more difficult uh, schedule than the Packers do. And because of that, they're going to be the underdog in more of their games. And that's my logic why they're going to get nine wins. I think... It's going to be a bloodbath to see who wins the division. Yeah. I'm going to go with the other. And this was a team that was able to win. I think, I believe they won nine games last year, they right? They won nine games, yeah. It was a surprise to everyone. They were a really fun team to watch, right? 
uh, kind of remind you, reminded you they were like the Seahawks, just not quite as good on the defensive side. And I just I liked their offseason. I liked what they did. Right, they got added a little bit more defensive players. They drafted some defensive players. Um, I just felt like because they had one of the best offenses in the league, if they just can take a couple more steps on that end, I really think some of those close games that they lost last year, those high scoring games, if they could just hold teams to one score less, they start winning some of those games, and that's big reason why I like the over. Would you bet this line? Yeah, this is one I'd feel pretty good about betting as well. Especially, A, if you're trying to make the money. I like it for this division so far. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet this line. I can see him getting 9 or 10 wins uh, either way. So I'm going to go with the under. Uh, moving on to somebody, some other team that I would definitely go on the under is the Bears. They're 7.5. <laughs> um. I think this line is extremely generous to the Chicago Bears, whoever came up with this line. I don't know. That team was so bad last year. Like, it might be a Justin Fields love affair or something because everyone is in love with that guy now. And don't get me wrong. He had a solid season, right? But he, like, the team was awful still. And his season wasn't good because of his passing necessarily it's because he was such a good runner i would go under for the bears i'm sure they'll probably be a little better than they were last year right this is a team that's still rebuilding though they have a lot of draft picks um they did add some more weapons for justin fields to see if he can throw the ball um i think their offensive line still has some work to do he might still be running for his life at times but it's a big year to see if Justin Fields is potentially your franchise guy. If he's more than just a runner, can he actually throw? But I just I don't think this team has the talent to win more than eight games. I agree. I agree with everything you said. And honestly, I don't think Justin Fields is to blame. Yeah, They don't have an offensive line. Their defense is sus. And they really don't have a true number one receiver on their team. They don't have that guy that could just create separation and make it easy for a guy like Justin Fields, who already kind of struggles at reading coverages and already kind of just relies on his legs more than he does with his pocket presence and, and making plays with his arm. So I don't know where this is coming from. The Packers are a better team yeah, by far, and they have the same line. So I don't know what DraftKings sponsor us. Is really Hit us up. Uh... But smash the under. This is the second take, second advice of the podcast. Smash the under on the Bears, seven and a half. It's ridiculous. This is one of the easier lines I feel like we've gone over with all of these this teams. Is so, <laughs> so Will I mean, they even hit five wins. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a, a realistic area for them. This season is the five win mark, but eight eight is way too high. It's a lot. Is it, that would be a big improvement from that team. So, smash the under, they suck. Moving on to a team that I honestly am very interested to see how they respond this year. Probably one of the more interesting storylines. The Vikings only at eight and a half. That's a low. Yeah, that's a low line, especially last year. They won like 12 or 13 games. Like, they were really good. But they did lose Dalvin Cook. Adam Thielen's on the Panthers. I don't think Thielen... 
at his older age is as important as he was to them when he was younger, right? He's been slowly getting worse. Um, I also think Dalvin Cook, like the loss hurts, but as the, you've seen in the NFL many times, when teams lose their star running back, they're usually still pretty good and still find production in other places for these runners. So I think they still have Justin Jefferson. Kirk Cousins is still an above average QB, right? He's in the lower top half tier of the QBs. Yeah, I agree. Um, and their defense still pretty solid. I I'm going with the over. Like this is a nine to ten win team in my opinion. Um, not as many weapons as they had in the past, but we'll see if anyone steps up to change that. Um, I I go over. I agree. I would go over. I think they're nine ten. I think they're competing with the Lions to win the division. Um, and it's gonna come. It's gonna come down to their head-to-head matchups. With yep. in week sixteen and week eighteen, we're gonna see who wins the division. With Ooh, those those are at, games. Those are at the end of the year too. Those are right at the end of the year. Uh, and you know, if it splits, I might lean more towards the Lions. Uh, to win the division, but the Vikings have arguably the best quarterback in the division. Yep. They have the best player in Justin Jefferson. They probably have the worst defense, and that's why their line's this long. Uh, I like their defense better than the Bears, but like compared to the Packers, probably have the best defense in the division. Packers have honestly. by far the best defense. Yeah, and that's what keeps them competitive in this division. So, as a team that won the division pretty handily last year, to see them see the odds makers overreact so far this way. Is more reason for me to just bet the over. Yeah. So I don't see them having a losing season. Yeah, because eight so. and nine means that's a losing record. They probably don't even make the playoffs with that. I just I don't see that happening because if I had to pick playoff teams from this division, I'd probably go with the Lions and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Split split somewhere. I'm not sure who would win the division. I like the Lions a little more this year, but the Vikings have been like they had their best season as a team last year, even though they kind of f- fell off during the playoffs. I mean, they're still great regular season team regardless. Yeah, I think this was a, a big overreaction to losing Cook and Adam Thielen um, and the fact that everybody got so caught up on how they won the closest single-digit point margin games in NFL history last year or something. So when they lost, they lost big. When they won, they won close games. I I see the Vikings getting at least nine wins. So now for the real question of this division, who do you have winning? I, I'm going with the Lions. I give them the slight advantage. Like I said, I think I really like their coach. I think... Minnesota will not be quite as good as last year, but not they're not going to drop four or five extra games, kind of like we mentioned. Um, so I like the Lions. I like their steady improvement that they could potentially show. Dude, I want to say the Lions so bad. <laughs> but they're just one I of those teams. Say, but they're the Lions, man. It's, it's like they're the Lions. I feel like it's like betting on the Browns. You just don't yeah, want to exactly. do it. That's- what it is it's the same thing they've never been good in my entire life uh or 
just do the money making option. Pick the Packers, you know. Pick the Packers. If I was betting, I'd pick the Packers because they'd make me the most money. And I yep. wouldn't be surprised if this team, this division's full of nine and eight teams. Oh yeah, it feels so, pretty balanced throughout for the most part. If you're betting, go with the Packers. If you want my advice, I'm gonna pick Minnesota to win the division. Okay, there we go. I think they'll win the close games. Uh, I think they'll edge out Detroit probably in the last two weeks of the season. I think they'll be in control of the division um, heading into those weeks. And I just, I don't know. I like their, I like Justin Jefferson. I, He's I really good. in the division. Yep. And the chemistry, and they also have the best quarterback. So having that one-two punch is the best that the division has to offer. So that's why I'm going to go with them winning. But I would not be surprised if this whole division is tied at nine and eight outside of the bears with only three wins. So yeah, I, I wouldn't bet who wins the division, but I'm going to go with the Vikings. All right. Well, that is our talk on, NFC win totals again. We discussed the NFC East, NFC North, and now we're just going to talk a little bit about the team that took college football by storm, the Colorado Buffalo Bill. Shoot 'em dead, Buffaloes. Colorado Buffaloes. Rolling, rolling. I have a, I have a question for you. Question yeah. from Deion Sanders, actually. Did you believe? Do you believe in the Colorado Buffaloes? I believe, believe in the Colorado Buffaloes, man, because they got the dogs. Mm. They got the dogs, dude. They went in the TCU and manhandled them, dude. At least on offense. Their defense wasn't very good. But who plays defense in college football anyway? We don't want to see that. Hey, they made they made the plays when it counted, right? They made the plays when it counted. They had two yes, they red did. zone, two red zone picks. They got the stop at the end of the game, right? They made the plays when they needed to. So after all the controversy, after Deion Sanders telling the whole team, you basically better pack your bags because y'all suck. They go in and they beat TCU in a thriller. Game of the week. Oh, yeah. I don't think that was in, like even close. as by far the most entertaining game. His son lights up the field. School record on school record broken just after one week. What do you think of the Colorado Buffaloes, dude? This team is going to be one of the most entertaining teams to watch for the season, I believe. Like, there were so many stars who appeared in this game, right? Like, you have Sanders at QB. He absolutely balled out, looking like an NFL guy. They had, what was it, four guys who went over 100 yards receiving, right? Mm-hmm. One of those being uh, Travis Hunter, who plays offense and defense, right? He was an yeah, absolute... He, was, he, he deserves that D on his jersey that says dog. I mean, that guy was out there true. balling. And it's hey, like... He, he, was the, he was recruited as a corner. Yeah. So, the light up on offense as well, it's ridiculous. Super impressive. They also had that little running back who came in. I think he had three or four touchdowns and took a screen pass to the house. He's super quick, right? And yeah, it's like, 
His other son, too, plays safety for the team, Deion Sanders' other son. And I think he led the team in tackles that game, if I'm not mistaken. And it's like, this team is going to be fun to watch. I don't think, I will say, I don't think they're of the elite of the elite, right? But for a first-year rebuild, this team feels like they're way ahead of schedule. Yeah, they're going to a bowl game. I'll tell you that much. A lot of people thought that they would only win like three games. And to be honest, I didn't know what to think. I definitely thought they'd be better than last year because they sucked last year. Oh, so bad. And they honestly, the Pac-12 this year, even though it's the last year it's going to exist, the Pac-12 is probably the second most competitive division in college football outside of the SEC. You got teams like USC, uh, Oregon, Oregon State is also solid, you know, Utah and Washington. Right there, that's five teams that are already ranked in the preseason AP polls. And Colorado is going to jump this week. They're going to be at least above TCU. Probably in the 20s, somewhere in the so, 20s. Yeah. They're, the one thing that kind of makes me nervous about Colorado is their defense. They couldn't really make stops. Uh, they made big plays, like Travis Hunter made that one ridiculous interception on the goal line. Um, but TCU still scored 42 points. So yeah. it's, not like, it's not like they're going to be able to stop anybody of relevance. Uh, I do think they're going to be that team that's going to screw up somebody's season. Oh, easily. Yeah, they uh, they're. I don't think they can handle the physicality of some of these other teams, right? Or, like for example, I don't think they would match up well against a team like Utah, who's like their rival that hasn't really been a rival for years. This year might be the most competitive game the two teams have had, right? Last game of the season, but I I think they would struggle against a team like that team that runs the ball plays tough defense right to struggle with the physicality and the size of that team right and then are they going to be able to match up well with Oregon USC these high-powered offenses that honestly still probably have better lines than Colorado like Colorado skill players though from that one game it felt like their skill players could match up with almost anybody with anybody I yeah agree with that. but like you mentioned the defense and the rest of the roster still needs a little bit of work right but Deion Sanders, I I believe in him at this point. I think in the next two to three years, he'll be able to get those guys in to really elevate this program that's already becoming, I think, a favorite in college football. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think they're going to steal a win against one of the big four in the conference. Uh, I think they could beat Oregon. I think they could honestly beat anybody in any given night when it comes to their, their conference. Yeah. I do think their worst matchup, like you said, would be Utah because Utah is a defensive first run game oriented team. And Colorado, if they play like they played against TCU, thrives off of scoring, just passing the ball like crazy, getting your playmakers out and into the open field. And I think Utah is probably the best team in the conference at combating against that. But a team like USC... I if I'm USC, I do not want to get in a gunfight with Colorado. Because yeah, Caleb Williams, probably the best player in college football. But these skill players on Colorado are just as good as what USC has. 
Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree um, for the most part. I will say um, I feel like USC with Caleb Williams, he is the one advantage that they have outside of that. Like you said, it might just be equal across the board. And Sanders could even prove that he's more than that, right? Maybe he does get closer to Caleb Williams by the end of the season because he was really good at Jackson State. He was a four-star recruit coming out. So I can't even say I'm surprised he's good, right? Like a lot of people are kind of acting like, like I kind of expected him to be good, but he might have had the best game of his life this last week. I don't expect him to throw for 500 yards every week. Yeah. Um, I also expect sooner rather than later the jump in competition to get to him. Uh, I'm not sure if TCU is as good as we think. They've lost a ton of depth. Yeah. Uh, last year's team, they're not the same as last year's team. So TCU could go on and win only six games, seven games this year. Not saying that's happening, but it could. Uh, And that win could look significantly worse than what it was. I think, though, Colorado is now now a team that you can't just roll out of bed and expect to win every week. Yeah. Uh, I expect them to have a winning record, make a bowl game, and really start something cool. I mean, Colorado's never been good in my life, so. Yeah, that's like a team from like 80s pre 80s that was that was really good and then since then they haven't done much i also think a big shock value was added to this game because they were 20 point underdogs which maybe probably wasn't fair to them or tcu because like you said tcu lost their qb right he was trying to go make it in the nfl they were returning like three offensive starters maybe and maybe seven defensive starters right like they have a lot of roster turnover and i think it might have been a little unfair to both teams but colorado destroyed that line completely and i think that's really what caught people off guard yeah i don't i mean i expected them to be bubble top 25 team as soon as dion went there as soon as he rebuilt everything i was like okay it's not going to be that hard for him to get players and to get talent on his team. Um, so I kind of expected, if anything, people to overhype Colorado and instead of do what they did and undervalue them. So I Which was is, on the yeah, yeah, because I fell into the, the, the Deion Sanders prime hype. I was like, oh, yeah, this team's going to be fun. Yeah, we be be- cool. We believe we come it's in. Got, it's got Deion Sanders on as head coach, and they got the number one recruit this year in Travis Hunter, who looks like maybe even the best player in college football. Uh, so I would be I I thought that they would be ranked in the top twenty five heading into the season. Maybe I'm just not smart. I don't know. <laughs> but after what they did against TCU. Again, it's week one, though. It's week one, and we really don't know how good these teams are. Until about halfway Exactly. Through. Yeah, this win could show up, and by the end of the year, you're like, oh, well, TCU won four games. Of course they won that game, right? This could be so, a BYU-Baylor game. Yeah, we don't really know what it, what yeah, it is exactly. yet. So, but 
for now, if the team, if TCU was ranked properly, which I doubt, Colorado's looking like a team that could really screw over Oregon, USC, or Utah's team, Utah season. I can see them going in there and just, you want to make the playoffs? Well, suck it. Here's the sell. And then they can go turn around and lose to Stanford. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So they're going to be one of those teams where they could beat anybody on any given night. I think they're going to be a little bit streaky. But right around eight wins is what I have on that. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I feel like that's a really good number for this team. Eight wins um, seems like it's right. I can't. I can't argue with that. Yeah. So that's our take on Colorado. Let us know what you feel. Do you um, believe in Colorado? Yeah, do you believe? Do you believe? They were coming. Are you going with them? They're you know, here. Kind of They're here. Yeah. So let us know in the comments. Um, and if you liked what we talked about today, consider subscribing um, and sharing this with your friends.